0: Hello friends, this is Stephen from Dream Gun, and we have shows on sale in Dublin and London right now. We are home in Dublin this June the 15th to the 17th with updated film reads of The Matrix, Jurassic Park, and Titanic at Smock Alley Theatre. Featuring the award-winning ensemble of Tony Cantwell, Ronan Carey, Stephen Culver, that's me, Finbar Doyle, Hannah Mamelis, Aaron McGathy, and Edwin Salmon. Uh, the show is at Smock Alley Theatre, and tickets are on sale right now. Head to dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets. Meanwhile in London we are now performing every month at 21 Soho with a different film read every month and different guests joining us on the stage. This month's London film is Batman Begins but if you're in the future it's probably a different film and you can find out which one at dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets. Hi, I'm James. I'm Gavin. And I'm Stephen. And we are Dream Gun. And you are listening to a classic episode of Dream Gun Film Reads. Where we take our favorite movies and then totally rewrite them and put
1: a bunch of jokes and nonsense in them. And then the show is performed by actors and comedians who haven't read the script, so
0: everything you hear is completely unrehearsed. If you enjoy Film Reads, please subscribe to the podcast in your podcast app and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't know what to say in your review, just use it to tell us what film you'd like us to read next. Because
1: we're running out of ideas. (laughs) If you'd like to support the show, there's two ways to do it. You can subscribe to Film Reads on Patreon. Patreon subscribers get early access to episodes, bonus uncut
0: recordings, and tickets to the live show. Or you can see us in person. If you'd like to see Film Reads live, you can check out DreamGun.ie for tickets to all of our upcoming shows. Or follow us, we are at DreamGun and Sons on all the socials. We perform regularly in Dublin and London and at festivals all around the world.
1: Please enjoy DreamGun Film Reads. DreamGun!
2: Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory by Not Tim Burton.
3: (laughs) Ring-a-ding-dong!
2: It's the early 70s in a nondescript Germanic-Britishy town with a bit of America thrown in. A time when apples aren't yet a computer thing and oranges are still clockwork. We see a bunch of eight-year-olds dressed like photos of your parents when they were kids, running excitedly through the streets. Where are they off to? Bill's candy shop, of course, where Bill himself dibby, divvies up the chocolate communion. Bill is made of levity, wearing so many pinstripes, it might as well just be a solid color.
4: Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What's it gonna be? A, a triple cream cup for Christopher, a scorcher snorter for Otis, a sizzler for June Marie, Simon Tillsbury, I, I know he's got a fudge cruncher. Fredo, I got a bar with your name on it. <laughs>
3: We got a cocoa
4: butter flum dumps. This one just says draz.
3: <laughs>
4: and it's just a whole bunch of jumbled Scrabble words for the rest of you.
2: None of them take out money at this point, which suggests that Bill runs some sort of extortionate chocolate tab. And these kids are in deep.
4: Listen up, Wank has got a new one today. The Scrum Bar. The
5: Scrum Bar. <laughs> How does he do it?
4: How does my, he come up
5: with all these genius names?
4: My dear boy, do you, do you ask how a fish sw- a fish at sw- how it swims?
5: No, but that, uh, that would be- Or a bird, how it flies? Yeah, but they don't speak English, so- No, sir,
4: you don't. They do it because they were born to do it. Just like Willy Wonka was born to be a candy man. Yes sir, a candy man. The most wonderful job in the world. Each one genetically selected at birth, separated from their parents and left to, to hone their candy skills in the black forest. The ones who survive are given a factory. Yes, a candy man. A candy man? You can say that again. Just not five times into a mirror you'll get us all killed. Wow, a candy man. You know, I once heard a song about a candy man. Willy Wonka! Medisable!
1: Willy Wonka,
3: he's got a factory! It's a very good factory.
1: candy, candyman, ah! Candyman, candy, candyman! Ah, candy candyman, candyman, candyman! Candyman, candy, candyman! The day candyman, we foresee Fun. <laughs> There's more to chew <laughs> that can never be gum, more to chew <laughs> that can never be eaten.
2: On the street outside, far from the plains of the Serengeti, Charlie Bucket, a young rag boy made of rags, he watches their muted fun. He looks like the boy to ask if he wanted to know if it was Christmas Day. Charlie ambles along a series of cobbly-nobbly streets to his paperboy job at the newspaper stall. He's delivering papers at about 5 p.m. Is that a thing? (laughs) He could just be very bad at his job.
6: Hi, Mr. Joe Peck. Charlie. I need you to throw papers arbitrarily around the town. You know the drill, through people's windows, into people's baskets. Won't they be surprised? Get going.
2: When he runs out of papers to toss indiscriminately, he looks wistfully at a big factory before tottering back to his dilapidated shack home made of slates, where he lives with his roommates, four old people who share one
7: bed. Hey, hey, it's me, it's Grandpa Joe. Oh, Charlie's late! Oh, that Charlie's working too hard for a little boy. He should have some time to play. With
8: the four of you bedridden for the past 20 years, it takes a lot of work to keep this family going. If you helped out a little bit, he might have some time to play.
7: Oh, I guess it's never going to happen then. (laughs) If only his father was still alive. If only he made it through the Candyman trials. (laughs) I tell you, as soon as I get my strength back, I'm going to get out of this bed and learn the dark magic, become a necromancer, and bring him right back here
8: been saying you're going to get out of that bed. I've yet to see a set foot on the floor.
7: Yeah, what? You want I should get burned?
8: Dad, I told you the floor is made of wood, not lava. Uh,
2: I don't know. I'm pretty senile. Charlie jumps into the house.
9: Hey, everyone. It's Charlie, baby.
2: Hey, wake up, everyone. Charlie's home. Some of the old people don't wake up.
7: Wait) <laughs> hey.
9: Grandma Georgina Grandma Josephine Grandpa Joe Mm. Is this your supper, Grandpa?
2: He points at a bowl of thinned gruel water Well, it's yours too, Charlie
7: How about this?
2: Charlie takes out a big loaf of bread
7: Charlie, where'd you get that? Hey, what difference does it make where he got it? The point is he got it Don't worry, Charlie We're not going to ask any questions When the police get here I'll say you're my cousin from out of town
8: (laughs) It's my first payday good for you Charlie, we'll have a real banquet. <laughs> also
9: from now on I'm gonna pay for your tobacco Grandpa Joe.
7: No, no one's gonna pay for it Charlie, I'm, I'm giving it up.
8: Ah oh, come on dad, it's only one pipe a day and you're incredibly volatile without us. <laughs>
7: But when a a loaf of bread looks like a banquet, I've no right buying tobacco. Twenty years on the verge of starvation, but seeing this bread has finally tipped the scales. I'm giving up my exorbitant tobacco habit. From here on out, I'll smoke my hashish pure.
9: Go on, Grandpa. Please take it.
2: Well, I'll write you a twist of my arm. Grandpa Joe quickly pockets the boy's money. Hey...
9: with Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, why did he lock
7: it? Well, because all the other chocolate makers were sending in spies dressed as workers to steal Mr. Wonka's special, we- special recipes. Finally, Mr. Wonka, he locked the gates. But then three years later, the factory just started working again, full blast. And more delicious candies were coming out than ever before. But the gates stayed locked so that no one could steal the secret candy recipes. We have no idea what the ingredients are or even if they're safe to eat. But the FDA lets them on the market because they're just so damn delicious. As I said, no one goes in and no one comes out.
9: But how did they get the chocolate out?
7: Well, the vans take it out, Charlie.
9: But wait, who drives the vans?
7: Well, the people, of course.
9: But <laughs> no one comes in or out. Hey, now you're getting it. Mr. Wonka worked the factory? Oh,
7: thousands must be helping him.
9: Right? <laughs> 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 but but who, who, who
3: are they?
7: Well, I'll tell you something, Charlie. No one comes in or out.
3: <laughs>
7: That's the biggest mystery of them all. Later,
2: Charlie is at his old-timey school. The teacher feels like the cheapest alternative they could get to Eric Idle.
7: I'm the teacher.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I'm here to teach you the important things. Pregnant women should drink and smoke. Trains will never go faster than they do now. that Higgs bosun. And mark my words, Kennedy is unsinkable.
2: There is a large kerfuffle in the corridor.
8: What's that out there? Is that a kerfuffle?
2: A boy bursts
5: in. Did you hear? Willy Wonk is opening his factory. He's gonna let people in. Also, I hear he's dating Grimes. <laughs> It's on the radio. It's the 70s, so they announced it in the break between ABBA songs. Class dismissed! No, no, no. It's only for five people. Class undismissed. He's hidden five golden tickets inside five Wonka bars. And the people who find them will visit the factory and win a lifetime supply of chocolate. You gotta buy Wonka buys find buy them. To summarize, tickets, Wonka bars, excitement, the number five, and chocolate. <laughs>
6: in exchange for this clever marketing campaign.
2: Everyone flees. Charlie walks home uneducated.
7: (laughs) This way,
3: Charlie.
7: The man's a genius. He'll sell a million bars.
9: Grandpa, do you think I've got a chance to find one?
7: One, I'm counting on you to find all five. I'm putting a lot of pressure on you, Charlie.
9: One's enough for me.
7: Yeah, enough for me, Charlie. Go big or go home.
8: But I am home.
2: Bad boy, Charlie. Grandpa Joe switches the beside television on.
8: Ding, 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 It's the normal o'clock news. Walk the- beginning to disappear from the candy store shelves at a rate to boggle the mind. While the world searches we watch and wait, wondering where this pursuit will lead and how long the spirit of a man will hold up under the strain. You might say we're spending too much time covering this story, (laughs) but the fall of Saigon pales in comparison to this really cool promotional stunt. We are
2: taken through a series of vignettes of the world descending into chaos trying to find the golden tickets. People dropping whatever they're doing, shirking responsibilities. Submarine captains surfacing to go to sweet shops. Prisoners diverting their escape tunnels to steal the warden's Wonka bar. Nuclear facilities are left unmanned and other hijinks.
8: No one knew where, no one knew when the first ticket would be found. But as you all know, last night we got our answer. While we in America slept like a bunch of sedated cats, the first golden ticket was found in the small town of Dusselheim. We now go live to a sort of exaggerated stereotype of a German city. The community suddenly thrust into the limelight of existence by the discovery of the first Wonka ticket. The boy's name, Augustus Gloop. Augustus, how does it feel to make you the first golden ticket finder? Hungry.
4: I feel sorry for Wonka. All I can eat chocolate. It's going to cost him a fortune.
8: Well, yes, it's all you can eat, but it's only before 4 p.m. There's a 90-minute max stay, and to be honest, the plates are really small.
2: Slugworth, a strange, slender man, like Lurch from the Adams family, but more Hitlerier. <laughs> spiders over and whispers into Augustus's ear.
6: Whisper. <laughs>
4: Whisper and whisper.
2: On. We can't hear what he says, but we can only assume it's something profound and meaningful. Something perfect, like the end of Lost in Translation.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, at the book at home, it's just a regular day.
4: Happy, uh, happy birthday,
2: birthday Charlie. Charlie! Fuck, sorry, it's Charlie's birthday. <laughs>
7: Happy birthday Charlie.
9: Here you are Charlie. Wow a big red scarf.
8: Thanks it's terrific. We each knitted a bit Grandma Georgina, Grandma Josephine and myself.
7: Open it Charlie. See if you've got that golden ticket.
9: I told you Grandpa that golden tickets come with Wonka bars (laughs) not scarves.
7: Uh, Oh never mind then. We'll divide it up and we'll all eat a piece. Hey kid here's a Grandpa George and me.
2: (laughs) He passes him a bar-sized present.
9: I think I know what this is. Is it my father back? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a chocolate bar.
7: Charlie let's see that golden ticket.
8: That's not fair to raise the boys
7: hopes like that. Oh never mind. Go on open it Charlie. I want to see that gold. You definitely got it Charlie. I'll eat. I'll I'll get my coat. Off we go to the big Wonka castle.
8: Stop it dad you always get like this. Do you remember when the Lego had that big giveaway for the trip to Legoland? You made made me eat all those Legos.
7: I do not see how this is in any way similar.
9: haven't I?
7: You've got more, Charlie, because you want it more. Go on, open it. We'll be in Legoland before you know it.
9: (laughs) (laughs) I think you're really overestimating the power of wanting here. Here it goes, I didn't get it. (laughs) Oh that's all right I guess, you know. I bet those golden tickets make the chocolate taste terrible.
7: (laughs) I'd say you're wrong, Charlie.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, in a big non-magical factory, an assembly line of women are fervently unwrapping Wonka bars. They live in a gritty Ken Loach reality where, on the catwalk above them in a jaunty Technicolor reality, Veruca Salt argues with her father. She's posh like Posh Spice and scary like Ginger Spice.
8: (laughs)
4: so we're doing the best we can. I've got every girl on the bleeding staff hunting for you, and, and half the girls on the bruise staff.
8: I want it no! What's the matter with those twerps down there?
4: For five days now, the, the entire flipping factory's been on the job. They haven't shelled a peanut since Monday, and, and peanuts are what we sell, so we're not making any money and we're burning through our savings.
8: Make them work nights! Nice.
4: Come along, come along, you girls. Put a jacket in it, or you'll be out your ears. Every one of you. And listen to this. The first girl that finds a golden ticket gets a one-pound pay bonus in her pay packet. What do you think of that?
3: I want the pound! (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
4: hurry those enough. The first girl to find the golden ticket gets to give a pound to my daughter. The women start unwrapping faster.
8: They're not even trying. Look at that one, she's just lying unconscious on the floor. (laughs) They don't even want to find it. jealous of me.
4: Sweetheart, I I can't push them no harder. 19,000 bars an hour they're shelling. 760,000 they've done so far. At the rate they're going, I I can only afford to keep this going for another 25 minutes. You
8: (laughs) promised, Daddy. You promised I'd have it the very first day.
4: I am not the king of probability, Veruca. (laughs)
8: I won't go to school till I have it. I'll just sit here petulantly and get visibly stupider. No, 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 I got it! I got it, Mr. Salt, here it is! I found the shiny paper thing! It's about time! I want it. Oh, give me that ticket! I found a golden ticket!
2: Slugworth, the slender Squidward Man, whispers in Veruca's ear, Whisper. 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 Hey, just gonna point it out, he knows exactly where every ticket will be found and when. People should just follow him, or he could get them all himself. Meanwhile in Montana, another child has found a ticket. Not so much a child really, more another allegory for Dal to gripe about modern things that make him uncomfortable. (laughs)
8: sounds right here in America. The underdog nation, where no one ever, where nothing ever happens and no stories ever take place. Maybe this will finally put this sleepy little country on the map, because folks, here she is, Miss Violet Beauregard, finder of Wonka's golden ticket number three.
2: We meet Violet, she's like Matilda, if Matilda was a bully.
6: Violet, would you care to say a few words to the nation? Sure I would! Here it is, Golden Ticket 3, and it's all mine! <laughs> See, I'm a gum-chewer normally, but when I heard about these ticket things of Wonka's, I decided to switch to be a chocolate buyer as well. I'm Violet! No, of course, I'm right back on gum. <laughs> I chew it all day, except at mealtimes when I stick it behind my ear.
2: This gum will obviously come up later when Keanu Reeves is looking for something sticky to disarm the bomb.
8: <laughs> Are there any other character traits you'd like to tell to the public? Not I know.
2: <laughs> the globe-trotting slugworth appears out of the shadows, probably
3: <laughs>
2: probably severely jet-lagged. <laughs> and he does that whisper thing again. Meanwhile, in the gr- <laughs> Meanwhile, in the Grandest Canyon in Arizona.
8: Ding 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 again. There's only one golden ticket left because right here, there's lucky winner winner number four. (laughs) Now, the name soon to be heard around the universe is Mr. Mike TV.
2: Mike TV is some sort of media-obsessed cowboy child (laughs) whose eyes have shriveled and crusted over. He is a being of pure sugar-free Red Bull and 4G. (laughs)
8: You. the world is waiting can you
5: shut up I'm busy I'm gonna miss my favorite show let's plays a Fortnite. <laughs> you know I like TV because it's my name I didn't choose this life I am a victim of fate
8: what about the golden ticket Mike how did you win what was your secret did you want it real hard <laughs>
5: well last summer me and my best buds followed the old train tracks (laughs) all the way to the lake and found the body of a missing boy. And then we made a vlog about it and got a million likes! Woo! It was totally awesome. Now I'm an influencer, you see, so creepy old men send me a lot of free shit. Look, I made a Vine compilation, YouTube playlist of the whole thing. Follow me, at Television Michael.
8: <laughs> okay,
5: I gotta go use the N-word on Xbox Live.
6: <laughs>
2: Slugworth slimes in and whispers in his ear.
6: Whisper. Whisper. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs>
8: It's all over. The Wonka contest is over. The fifth and final ticket has been found in Paraguay, South America. Wow, will this be interesting. The first non-white, non-English speaking child. <laughs> How will he fit in? <laughs> Looking forward to that. The finder is lucky Alberto Menolita. Mm-hmm. This finally puts the end to the Wonka mania that has ravaged our society on a global scale. <laughs> Tonight, the world breathes a sigh of relief. Tomorrow, we will begin to rebuild.
2: (laughs) The next day, Charlie mopes home from school, contemplating his meaningless, factory-less future. He spots a twinkling coin in a drain, which is worth twice as much as a regular coin. He excitedly picks it up and runs to the Candyman store. He nervously approaches the counter, as he's actually never used
4: a shop before. Hi, oh, oh, a, a customer. I wasn't expecting anyone so soon now that everyone has diabetes from that terrible chocolate competition. What can I get for you?
9: I would like a chocolate bar, please.
4: Yeah, yeah what
9: kind?
4: A look with Sizzler? A wonky scrum diddly answers? A Cadbury's Crunchy?
9: <laughs> Whichever is the biggest. It's for my Grandpa Joe. But make it out to me, Charlie. The boy.
4: Sure. Here, try, try a regular Wonka bar
8: this time. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. This just in, I'm a liar. It turns out that the last ticket was a fake ticket. It was revealed as a fake ticket when its owner tried to use it to pass through the factory gates and was instantly vaporized. <laughs> so we're back to all white kids. And the final ticket is out there somewhere.
2: Charlie tears open his grandpa's chocolate bar and sees a glimmer of gold.
4: Hey, kid, you, you got it. That's, that's the last golden ticket. Run for it, Charlie, there's a bounty on you now, Charlie, run! No, no, I I can feel myself turning! Let let, let me just see the ticket, Charlie, I'll protect you for you! No, Charlie, don't listen to me, run for your life!
2: Charlie runs as fast as he can back to the Shire, but on the way, he bumps into the slinky, slimy Slugworth.
6: Whisper, whisper. <laughs> Hello. I congratulate you, little boy. May I introduce myself, Arthur Slugworth, president of Slugworth Eldridge, president of, <laughs> president of Slugworth Chocolates. Now that I think about it, I probably should have used a more appetizing name for my chocolate company. I don't know why I didn't just go with my mother's maiden name, Herpes Trout. <laughs> Listen, boy is at this very moment working on a fantastic invention, the everlasting gobstopper. One that you can keep sucking forever, never loses its flavor. If he succeeds, he'll ruin me. My invention, the planned obsolescence gobstopper, is <laughs> not great. Uh, so all I want you to do is just get a hold of one everlasting gobstopper and bring it to me so I can find the secret formula. <laughs> Your reward will be 10,000 of these... Uh, dollars. <laughs> Think it over.
3: Okay, thanks, mister!
8: Charlie
2: reaches the family shack and bursts in.
3: Hey,
9: everyone! I found a dollar on the way home!
7: <laughs> Whoa, Charlie, that's incredible!
9: Yeah, what a day! Anyway, I'm off to bed! <laughs> Good (laughs) night. Well, let's see it, Charlie. Let's
7: see it. Greetings to you, the lucky finder of this golden ticket. Present this ticket at the factory gates on the morning of the first day of October. Why, that's tomorrow. What are the odds? I will allow you to bring one member of your own family and make it your Grandpa Joe, who is the coolest one. Signed yours, Grandpa Joe. I mean, Willy Wonka. Charlie, my boy, you've done it! I can't believe it! Grandpa!
9: Where did my mom just go? Grandpa, it says I have to take you with me. Oh, I wish you could go. Absolutely,
2: Charlie! He jumps out of bed.
7: Look at me, look at me, up and about. I'm like Michael Caine. Bop-ba-da-bop-bop. <laughs> are,
9: you, are you sure you can do it, Grandpa? How about all your muscles atrophy? Maybe, not oh. you need months of rehabilitation, maybe? Maybe. Well,
7: don't you worry about me, Charlie. I've been faking it this whole time. I just don't like doing stuff. You know something, Charlie? I never thought my life could be anything but catastrophe. But suddenly I begin to see, you know, a bit of good luck for me. Hit it, James! <laughs> I gotta go old and ticket, I'm getting out. Into that factory, I don't care what you say. I'm standing up. I've got my coat. Get out of my way! I hope Grandpa remembers how to pee. Oh, I just can't wait to visit William Wonka's big factory. <laughs>
2: The next morning, Charlie waits with the waits with the overweight child, the chewing child, the spoilt child, and the media consumption child at the <laughs> gates of the chocolate factory.
8: Ding, da, da, ding, da, ding, da, ding. Well, this is it, folks. This is the big day, the historic day on which Willy Wonka has promised to open his gates to the lucky five winners from all over the globe. People have gathered here, waiting for the hour to strike, waiting to catch a glimpse of Mr. Willy Wonka, the legendary man who makes chocolate that is also magic. <laughs>
2: The clock strikes 12. The doors open and a mysterious man emerges from the factory. This is William J. Wonkelberg. (laughs) He is dressed like some sort of chocolate pimp. (laughs) The Walt Disney of diabetes, everyone is disappointed as they realize he has a limp.
1: Oh, God, is this today?
3: <laughs>
1: uh, oh, all right, yeah, all right, okay.
2: He stumbles towards the gates, wobbling and tripping over himself. As he reaches the gates, he falls forward but turns it into a cool flip.
1: Intentional! Woo! I'm really it. take some chocolate. Oh, no. <laughs> the children rushed to the gates. Welcome, it's nice to have you here. This is gonna be such an exciting day. We've got lots of wacky stuff that's gonna happen. I hope you enjoy it. I think you will, but who knows? You know, all you can do is push yourself out there. (laughs) And now, would you please show me your golden tickets?
4: Gloop, 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 where's the (laughs) forge?
1: Augustus, my dear boy, how good to see you, and in such fine shape, a circle. What you be, young lady?
6: I'm Violet Beauregard. Okay, what kind of gun you got here? How
1: <laughs> oh, gun? So we got the lethal kind. Okay, darling child, welcome to Wonka's. Uh, I'm, uh, oh, and...
8: I'm Rookasort. Fuck you, old man.
1: <laughs> okay, I think I, I think I got that one.
5: I'm Mike TV. Zoom, Zoom. Simon, my therapist, says that I have difficulty understanding that other people have
1: internal thoughts, like me. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure what any of that, I I don't know what he is. Ah!
9: I'm Charlie Bucket.
1: Well, Charlie Bucket, I read all about you in the papers. Tell me something about yourself.
9: Oh, gosh! Nobody's ever asked me that before! (laughs) Let's see, well, what's Charlie about? Um,
3: <laughs> uh,
9: not, not much to tell, really. Uh, but pr- pretty regular guy. Uh, well, my favourite drink is t- tap water. Um, my favourite colour is cordroy.
3: Um,
9: favourite song? Well, Coldplay, obviously.
1: Any uh, hobbies?
9: Uh, no, not really. Uh, let me think. Well, Charlie don't surf.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, but like, like, what, like what's your vice?
9: Is poverty a vice?
1: <laughs> okay, uh, Okay. well, I, I might have set up too many hubristic traps, so... Uh, uh, would any of you describe yourself as envious, no? Okay, we'll skip the fourth floor. Okay, anyway, delighted to meet you. Uh, enjoyed, enraptured, entranced. Are we ready? Yes, good. Okay, in we go. They enter a factory
2: of some sort. Wonka reveals an enormous contract that starts with big letters that get smaller and smaller. Like as if he was writing it and gradually realized he was running out of space and so he had to cram the majority into the bottom corner.
5: Uh, Accidents? What kind of accidents? Happy accidents like me? (laughs)
1: Baruka, you first. Uh, Sign here, standard form of contract.
8: Wait a minute, what's all the small print there at the bottom?
1: Oh, those are just words.
8: (laughs) Okay.
3: Uh, What about me, Grandpa?
9: Sign away,
7: Charlie, we got nothing to lose. I'll be dead in two years, Tops.
1: My dear friends, you are now about to enter the nerve center of the entire Wonka factory. Inside this room, all my dreams become realities. And some of my realities become dreams. And almost everything you see is eatable. Edible. (laughs) What I mean is, you can eat almost everything except for the emergency exit signs and the fire extinguishers. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the moment of truth, a room where your wildest dreams can come true, provided your wildest dreams are this specific room.
6: Oh my god, just show us the goddamn chocolate factory already.
1: They enter a chocolate forest room.
2: It is a self contained chocolate biosphere, a living environment of choco flora and fauna. Here, chocolate based life forms fight for chocolate survival on a daily basis. Only the chocolatiest survive. In the middle of the room flows some sort of nondescript brown liquid.
1: Hold your breath, make a wish. Count to three. A chocolate factory. What a wonderful place. A chocolate factory. Ain't no passing phase. It means big factory for the rest of the day. It's a chocolatey, big factory, a Kunama factory. This is amazing. How did you do all this? Well, growing up, I had just one simple dream. And, long story short, I bought a factory,
7: and most of this was already here when I got it. <laughs> a chocolate river! That's the most fantastic thing I've ever seen since I was a young man stationed in the Pacific.
1: Uh, Look at my waterfall over there! It's it's actually churning my chocolate. You know, no other factory in the world mixes its chocolate by
7: waterfall. It's just not practical.
3: Grandpa,
9: look
7: over there across the river. They're little men. Charlie, you can't call... Oh, no, wait, you're fine. (laughs) now, Now, look, now we know who makes the chocolate. Those guys over there.
6: Well, they can't be real people. They're too small.
1: That's because they're Oompa Loompas. Child Oompa Loompas. (laughs) (laughs) From loompa uh, what a terrible country it is. Nothing but desolate wastes and fierce beasts. And the poor little Oompa Loompas, they were so small and helpless, they would get gobbled up right and left. A wang doodle would eat 10 of them for breakfast and think nothing of it. Snizzle snozzles would just rip their spines from their backs. And that's, that's if the Wamblers don't lay le- eggs under their skin first. See, I was inspired by a philanthropist, Angela Jolie, and I decided to adopt them, adopt them away from their families. So in the greatest of secrecy and from Interpol, I transported the entire population of Oompa Loompas to my factory here, where they have total freedom to work and play and work and work.
8: Hey Daddy, I want an Oompa Loompa. I want you to get me an Oompa Loompa right away. I want to do things to it.
9: Well, look at Augustus!
2: Augustus is getting in on some tasty river action.
4: <laughs> glug,
7: glug, this is possibly the best river I've ever eaten! <laughs> don't worry, everyone, he can't, he can't drink it all.
9: Huh? That wasn't
3: really my
1: concern! Uh, uh, Augustus, darling, uh, please don't do that. My chocolate must never be touched by human hands.
4: My name is Augustus, not Hans! <laughs>
2: just as
5: gloops his whole body into the river. Ha! Man overboard! Oh wait, that's mean. What did Dr. Simon say? Okay, if I was in his position, I'd be feeling scared.
1: (laughs) My chocolate! My beautiful chocolate! Get out of there with your human hands! Help! I
4: can't swim! I'll breathe chocolate! Oh no, he's gonna drown! (laughs)
1: Don't worry, guys. It's like arrow chocolate. It's full of bubbles. He can just eat
2: the bubbles. Augustus gets sucked up into a big Futurama tube.
1: Well, he's, uh, he's done for. The, as the suction's got him. He belongs to the tube now. You've got to get him out of there, Wonka! Look, I have no control over the tube. The tube follows its own path.
9: Couldn't we just go to the other end of the tube?
1: <laughs> I mean, if you want. I mean, I don't know why you want to. There's nothing really there to see. So. Anyway,
7: the pressure will get him out. Charlie, watch. Remember how you once asked me how a bullet comes out of a gun and then I took you on that ride along and you never asked again?
3: <laughs>
1: Wonka summons an Oompa Loompa with a whistle
2: which is very degrading.
1: <laughs> Oompa Loompas, get that fat kid out of the pipe and then just kick him out of the
4: factory. You want? I should do a song. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're, kind of, we're kind of running behind as it is. Buzz, what do, you do,
1: do I do with palm oil? <laughs> the oompa loompas
2: wait around for a bit. Eventually, Wonka tips them and then they leave.
7: Well, hey, what kind of place you're running here anyway, Wonka?
1: Uh, a chocolate factory. I, could, I literally couldn't be clearer. <laughs> What's this guy's deal? Right.
9: Look, Charlie, a chocolate river!
2: (laughs) A small boat arrives, piloted by no one, and they sail down the chocolate stream.
8: I think I'm going to be seasick!
1: Here, try one of these sweets. That should cure your seasickness. And if you fall in, take one of these. That's a life jacket. And if you start getting pulled in the undertone, just go with it. There's no fighting that.
2: Baruka looks down into the murky depths and sees the swirling lost soul silently screaming up at
7: her for help. I don't like the looks of that tunnel up there. Hey, Wonka, I want off. I draw the line of tunnels. I was fine with the boy getting drowned in the tube, but tunnels, no, sir. Round the world and home again. That's the
1: sailor's way. Van Halen. Any of you guys Halen heads? Just me?
8: I don't like this ride, Daddy. Did
7: you say Faster. (laughs) Oh. Wonka, you can't possibly see where you're going!
2: Oh, oh I'm not driving.
3: <laughs>
2: they enter a trippy 2001 A Space Odyssey LSD nightmare tunnel where Wonka projects his artsy final year film for them. It's just flashing black and white images of chickens getting decapitated and lobsters wigging out. He got a C+.
1: I was lying on the grass on Sunday morning of last week, <laughs> indulging in my self-defeat. My mind was thugged, all laced, and bugged, all twisted, wrong, and beat, a comfortable three feet deep. I know it's up for me if you steal my sunshine, making sure I'm not in too deep, if you steal my sunshine.
3: Trump will make him <laughs>
1: Charlie,
7: it's a classic summer jam! Well, this is going far
1: enough! Okay, as you wish. (laughs) They suddenly stop in a not at all spooky room. We're here, the inventing room. Old Slugworth would give anything to get inside. Uh, You guys probably don't know about that guy, but he's like my closest rival, and he he doesn't even come close. I mean, none of his magic is chocolate, so. None of his chocolate is magic, (laughs) also.
2: They enter the inventing room. Here, Oompa Loompas operate a big silly machine that's pumping out 3D printed Red Hot Chili Peppers logos.
1: <laughs> this is the most secret machine in my entire factory. This is the one that's really gonna sizzle old Slugworth. It makes everlasting gobstoppers.
8: I want an everlasting gobstopper! Me too! And me, um, just, just for a friend. I mean, just for me.
1: Well, it's a fantastic invention. Revolutionize the industry. You can suck them and suck them and suck them and they never get any smaller. People will never need to buy a gobstopper again. They'll put me right out of business. (laughs) I can only give them to you if you solemnly swear to keep them for yourselves and never show them to another living soul as long as you shall live. Especially not that Julian Assange, She's such a chatterbox. (laughs) Agreed? No one responds. Fantastic, okay. Now, over here, if you'll follow me, I have something rather special to show you. Now, button, button, who's got the button?
2: A big, stupid machine does a bunch of bullshit.
1: (laughs) Wow. What you're witnessing, dear friends, is the most enormous miracle of the machine age, the creation of a confectionery giant. Finito. Out of the machine pops a little stick of gum.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
9: <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but, but how does it work?
1: Well Now, Charlie, I'm not gonna... Look, I'm gonna tell you what I told the International Atomic Inspection Agency. Don't ask questions.
6: Fine gum, it's gum!
1: Wrong! It's the most amazing, fabulous, sensational gum in the whole world!
6: So it's gum!
1: Yes, but you didn't say how good it is. <laughs> Yes, this little piece of gum is a three-course dinner.
2: Violet snatches the gum and stuffs it into her
1: mouth. Oh, I wouldn't do that. I really wouldn't.
6: Mm. Mm. So long as it's gum, then it's for me. That's kind of my advice.
2: <laughs> With beau regard for her safety, she begins chewing.
6: It's hot and creamy. I can actually feel it going down my throat. It's delicious.
1: Oh, no, damn.
6: And every chew gets better and better. Mmm. sure is great soup. Hey, the second course is coming up. Roast beef and a baked potato. Wow. The waiter is a bit late with the entrees. Strange, he's he's been good up until now. Actually, the beef was a, was a little dry. I'll, I'll have a glass of. Waiter, I, I can't, I can't, I can't seem to catch the waiter's eye. Waiter,
3: <laughs> <laughs> he
6: just crawls in there. they're in sort of a T pose. Hold on, he's screaming. <laughs> he's screaming, stop him! He started flipping in and out of the walls, knocking into the tables. and awful.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's like a few kinks we've got to iron out. There, <laughs> the waiter always starts glitching after the second course, <laughs> and then comes the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> No, get them away! You better stop running, Violet. Remember, if you die at dinner, you die in real life.
2: (laughs) Bite marks begin appearing on her arms and
1: legs. (laughs) Oh, Jesus! Okay, listen to me, Violet, now, listen to me. I hit a gun in the cistern. If you just make it to the bathroom, okay, you'll have a fighting chance. Violet? Violet, honey. She's gone.
2: (laughs) The Oompa Loompas escort her quietly out of the room. They pass a room full of bubbles with an
1: innocuous giant fan on the ceiling. Something very unusual in here, fizzy lifting drinks. Yes, sir. They fill you with gas, and the gas is so terrifically lifting that it lifts you right off the ground, like when you fill a bird with helium. (laughs)
8: So far.
1: <laughs> Can we go in and try some? Come on, please! Oh no 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 no! It's it's still too powerful. All the oompa loompa loompas that tried it kept floating into the sun.
8: Oh, let us try some. Don't be mean.
1: Absolutely not. Never, ever go into the elephant graveyard. I fuck it. I mean, uh, a, a bubble room. Never go into the bubble room. There'd be children floating around all over the place getting stuck in vents, tackling up phone lines, jet engines, etc. No. Come along now, don't hang about. You're, you're gonna be wild about the next room. Spoiler alert, it's full of geese, okay? I mean, who doesn't love geese?
7: Amazing. Let's uh let's take a drink, Charlie. Nobody's watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
9: Yeah? <laughs> Why not? thrills.
2: <laughs> Charlie and Grandpa Joe get all jazzed on the forbidden elixir and float about on very fun, very visible wires. <laughs> <laughs> Look
3: at me, Grandpa. I'm on a rocket. This
7: is great. Woo! Charlie, looks like that ayahuasca's finally kicking in. <laughs> oh. giant giant ceiling fan and a fractal skull that represents all of my insecurities. (laughs) Swim away, Charlie, swim away!
2: Charlie and Grandpa Joe float helplessly towards the rotating blades. Oh oh
7: no, this is terrible. Why did I break the rules? It's just like Ender's Game, Charlie.
2: (laughs) Charlie and Grandpa realize that if they do a bunch of burping that's not in the book, they can turn back to normal with just a minor case of the bends. They catch up with the tour group in the geese room. No one notices they were gone because they aren't as exaggerated or interesting as the other kids. Here, giant geese are crammed together in a fun Wonka battery farm. Wonka is halfway through a story they missed.
1: Yeah, and, and, and that's kind of why my wife left me, you know? I tell you, I, you know, I... I'm never going to be able to tell that story again. <laughs> oh, Charlie, Grandpa, you know, I was just uh, telling them about the time I kissed my neighbor. Well, look at these, these big old birds, huh? Now I know what you're thinking. There, there must be something wrong with them. Geese shouldn't be this big. And you're right, it's an abomination against nature, but look how big they are. Anyway, they have to, because, you know, I haven't met an Oompa Loompa yet who could, but when I do, you bet your sweet ass are going in these cages. <laughs> Yes, sir. (laughs) These are the geese that lay the golden egg. They're fed nothing but caviar and Dutch gold to produce the most (laughs) valuable eggs known to man. They're laying overtime right now for Easter. But Easter's over. Jesus has risen. Shut shut up. Uh, no, no, no! Don't do no, that. No. That's that's why we frisked you on the way in for calendars. No, no. I'm trying to get ahead of next year, so shush, shush, shush. And I wouldn't get too close because they're rabbits.
3: <laughs> that's
1: why we have the egg decator. The egg decator what? The egg decator. It's uh, like a poultry sorting hat. I can tell. It can tell the difference between a good egg and a bad egg.
9: Well, how does it do that? It's
1: kind of subjective, I guess. More of a gut feeling. <laughs> But uh, if it's a good egg, it's uh, shined up and shipped out all over the world.
8: Daddy, I want a golden goose. I want one. I want a golden goose, Daddy! Uh,
4: uh, Honey, there are some things you just can't...
8: I want a square circle!
4: (laughs) (laughs) I I just don't think... I want to
8: go faster than the speed of light!
4: I'll see what I can... And I want some
8: common sense gun control laws! Okay, Ruka. world without knowing what we know now. of handbags (laughs) be prepared for the buying of shoes a shiny new earring will soon
2: having gone far in this singing competition is sadly voted off and dropped down the egg chute she goes straight into a crushing room like in Star Wars with the eel with the eye
4: well she was a bad egg um, sorry Mr. Wonka I, I don't want to disrupt the flow of the tour but where, where's my daughter gone
1: where all the other bad eggs go, down the garbage chute, straight to hell! My, my, my daughter! Oh, 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 cheer up, Mr. Solve. Hey, hey, look, I'll let you choose any one of these geese to replace her, huh? <laughs> no, 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 we, we, we're on smoke break. Oh, yeah, you don't have a musical take on this, Umba No? Okay, wow, <laughs> what a culture, huh? <laughs> Anyway, shall we press on uh, um, to my next death machine? I mean, sorry, wacky, grainy, crazy, wild
2: death machines.
3: <laughs>
2: he leads them to a giant car-type machine.
1: It looks like if Gaudi designed the Pope Mobile. <laughs> Behold, a normal car, only the wheels are cookies and the seatbelts are long strands of licorice. <laughs> It, it is delicious. That's right, Charlie.
3: <laughs> a thing of
1: beauty is a joy forever, but a car made of sugar is not permissible on public highways. Van Halen said that. <laughs> now get in the car.
5: Mr. Wonka, there are only two seats left. Where were the other kids gonna
1: sit? <laughs> you what I told the International Atomic Inspection Agency. Don't come round here anymore. Mr. Wonka, what's that you're filling it up with? Oh it's just bubbly wobbly ribbly rubbly fubbly diesel. I wonder if
5: Slugriff would pay extra to know about this. Uh, Mike is a <laughs>
7: It should, Charlie. It's got more gas in it than a politician, am I right? Huh, hoi, hoi, oh. You know, know, sometimes I'd like to bury them in a ditch and just throw away the key, hoi, hoi. Okay, okay, now now
1: hold on tight. I'm gonna really open her up this time and see what she can do. We've been trying to break the stroll barrier.
2: The goofy car begins to slowly trundle along. Foam starts pumping out from its every orifice. What a truly useless machine.
3: Yeah,
1: I, I, I just love cruising around the neighborhood in this creamy car. I call it my whip.
3: <laughs>
1: the, car goes through, the car goes
2: through some sort of thing and then everyone's dry.
3: <laughs>
2: okay.
1: <clears throat> Now, would you please come with me and put on these coats and goggles? We have to be very careful. There's stuff inside this room. (laughs) They enter a big white room where Oompa Loompas, dressed
2: like forensic investigators painting a loft, have set up a makeshift television studio. It's the whitest of white rooms. It looks like the inside of, I don't know, who's really white? (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow, how about that?
1: My very latest and greatest invention. He gestures to a regular sized TV. It's a television. <laughs> oh, shit, is this already a thing? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, it's WonkaVision, okay? So, now. <laughs> I suppose you all know how ordinary non Wonka vision works. Uh, uh, you know, you photograph something. And sure,
5: I do. You photograph something, and then you keep holding record, so it makes a video. And then you choose what cat face you want, and then and then you like it with your fake accounts just to get it going. And, and then you throw a few ASCII su- swastikas into the Twi- Twitch chat for good measure. You know, merch link in the description. You get called on it. Then you do the apology video. That does the reins. Then lay low for a while. Then drop a video of you pranking your
1: mom. You know, tell it. Okay, um, well, so I said to myself, if they can do it with a photograph, why can't I do it with a bar of chocolate? Because that's the question I ask in every situation. If a man, if a man can marry a woman, why can't I do it with a bar of chocolate? I mean, come on, if a man can go to the moon, why can't I marry a bar of chocolate? I should now send this gigantic chocolate bar from one end of the room to the other. It has to be big because, you see, whenever you transmit something by television, it always ends up smaller on the other end. Goggles, please. Lights. Cameras. Action. The
2: chocolate is blasted into a million pieces which float through the air, passing through the children and recombine inside the TV, only much smaller. Okay, uh, that, 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 that's it.
1: You can remove your goggles. There it is. Uh, take it.
5: How can you take it? It's just a picture.
1: Alright, uh... Quiet one, you take it. (laughs) It's
5: real! Wait, is that how TV always works? Can you just take anything you want out of it?
1: Go on, taste it. It's delicious. It's just gotten smaller, that's all. A tiny chocolate bar with one million percent of your RDA. (laughs) Just one bite of that and you... (laughs) 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 Die.
8: <laughs> 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 it's perfect.
1: It's a miracle. It's a TV dinner. It's warp vision We just
8: s-
7: change the world. Wow, you you really think so? God, that that makes me so happy. You know, you could use this technology to transport anything, anywhere, in an instant. Food supplies to third world countries. The possibilities are endless. My God, you're right. I could. Teleport candy floss all the way to Africa. Well, you know, just like regular food.
9: (laughs) Or or medical supplies. No, 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 no.
1: No, you're right. Candy is the best medicine. (laughs) You know what they say, a spoonful of sugar helps the rest of the sugar go down. Can it send people? People? Uh, Ah, um, I don't know. I mean, I suppose it could. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it could. I'm pretty sure it could. That's me, 100% certain. More or less. But it might have some messy results. Maybe.
5: Look at me! I'm gonna be the first person in the world to be sent by television!
2: Mike (sighs) jumps onto the machine and switches it on. No, don't stop. (laughs) Come back.
5: Lights! Camera! Action!
2: He gets blasted by radiation and torn apart. Supercharged Mike (laughs) particles beam through the air, splicing and lashing through the other children, fundamentally altering them at a
1: genetic level. Great, he's completely unharmed.
5: <clears throat> you call that unharmed?
1: No, sorry, I meant unarmed. Thank God we did our calendar frisking, so...
5: <laughs> Look, don't worry about a thing. I feel fine. I'm famous. I'm a TV star. Look, I've crashed my supercar on Hollywood Boulevard. Look at me. I'm shoplifting things I really don't need. Wow, the pressure of having an un- inconceivable amount of people forming opinions about me sure is swell.
1: Mike's <laughs> mom goes to pick him up. Oh no, no careful, he, he's incredibly dense.
3: <laughs> Wait, uh, hold
9: on. You just invented a teleporter slash shrinking machine. It, it's got nothing to do with TV.
1: Uh, okay, anyway. Uh, and now... Uh, and now, Mike's mom, who's here, uh, it's time to say goodbye. Uh, don't worry, the Lumpus will find you a new son. No, no, no. Don't speak. Uh, for some moments in life, there are no words, like when you're strangled at a library. <laughs> Run along now. Adieu, adieu. Parting is such sweet sorrow. To paraphrase, uh, paraphrase Van Halen. Uh, oh,
4: oompa
1: loompas, have uh, have you guys got anything to add?
4: Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> at You know, just, just to summarize this crazy whole day. No, no, not really. really. I, I, I didn't catch most of it. We've been in and out. There's a lot of um, logistics to keep factory
1: going. <laughs> Another profound observation. I thank you your beautiful cul- culture. It's very beautiful to me. The, the Loompa Loompas
2: Loompa. usher them out of the room. Finally, Wonka, Charlie, and Grandpa Joe
1: have come to the end of the tour. So much to do, so much to do. Invoices and bills and stuff.
9: (laughs) Mr. Wonka, what's going to happen to the other kids? Uh, Augustus, Veruca, the weird TV guy?
1: (laughs) My dear boy, I promise you they'll be quite all right. You see, when they leave here, they'll be completely restored to their normal, terrible old selves. (laughs) With only with one addition of the mental strain that this day has put upon (laughs) me. Anyway, don't don't, don't, don't worry about
3: that.
1: Uh, What do we do now, Mr. Wonka? Well, you know, you really put me on the spot here. I kind of thought you'd all be dead by now, but... um... (laughs) I I, I, I don't know. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. Uh, Excuse me for not uh, showing you out, but uh, just uh, go straight up the stairs. Don't forget to check out the gift shop. We sell notepads, pens, pencils... Do you sell chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> Lupus Lupus, uh, quick the shop, the shop, just just go, we gotta sell all the chocolate and then you just, just start putting chocolate in the shelves, okay? Where do we get chocolate? I don't know, what do you want more <laughs> It's, it's freaking everywhere. Just you know, it's probably your legs are probably made of chocolate. Just uh-huh. go! Anyway, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, I'm terribly busy, uh, whole day wasted, goodbye to you both, goodbye.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
9: what happened? Did, did we do something wrong?
2: I don't know, Charlie, but I'm gonna find out. They march into Wonka's office, which looks like a regular boring office except everything is cut in half. <laughs> It's like if Two-Face had an office except one half of him was dead (laughs)
1: instead of being all gross. Uh, Mr. Wonka. I'm sorry, I'm extraordinarily busy, sir. I told the board today that I have a new candy idea by Friday and all I have in my notes is...
7: some sort of chocolate bar, jeez. (laughs) Well, I just wanted to ask about the chocolate, you know, the the lifetime supply of chocolate for for Charlie and my starving family. (laughs) When does he get it? He doesn't. Why not? Because... Honestly, I thought more
1: old people would win tickets and a lifetime would've only be like a couple of years, and, I mean, come on, what are the odds that every ticket one would be 10 years old? I mean, God damn, okay. Anyway, also because
7: he broke the rules. Yeah, what rules? We didn't see any rules, did we, Charlie?
9: Um, yeah, well, Grandpa, remember the whole thing about signing the big memorable novelty contract? Remember you said we had nothing to lose?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
7: It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> Josie, no!
1: <laughs> Listen, you stole fizzy lifting drinks. You float around on wires, bumped into the ceiling, had a great time, and now it has to be washed, so you get nothing.
7: You lose a good day, sir. You're a crook. You're a cheat and a swindler. How could you do this to a little kid? How could you make simple rules that we didn't <coughs> follow? You're a monster. I said good day, sir, which is a synonym for get out of my factory, old man, and the boy. <laughs> Come on, Charlie, let's get out of here. I'll get even with him if it's the last thing I do. If Slugworth wants a gobstopper, he'll get one.
1: <sighs> God damn it, buddy. Peor-team.
9: <laughs>
4: Stupid piece.
9: <laughs> Mr. Wonka.
2: Charlie quietly walks to Wonka's desk and places down the gobstopper.
9: Also, here's some copper wiring, I (laughs) found.
1: So shines a good deed in a weary world. Van Halen. (laughs) Charlie, my boy! Charlie, my boy, you won! You did it! You, you did it! I knew you would, I, I just knew. Oh, Charlie, forgive me for putting you through this. Please, please forgive me. Uh, come in, Mr. Wilkinson. Charlie, meet Mr. Wilkinson. Pleasure.
2: Slugworth
1: enters the room.
9: Pleasure. <laughs> Slugworth?
1: No, no, his name's not really Slugworth. He works for me. F- for you? See, I had to test you, Charlie, so I've been financing a rival chocolate company for the last <laughs> 10 years.
3: <laughs> Just
1: to test a little boy <laughs> and to totally monopolize the market. <laughs> you pass the test. Mr. Wilkinson, your job here is done.
6: It's been a pleasure serving you, sir.
1: Slugworth bites
2: down on his cyanide <laughs> gobstocker. <laughs>
1: We have to get on now. This way, please. I take you to the Wonk-a-Vader. Step in, Charlie. Step in, Grandpa Joe. Okay. This is the great glass Wonkavator. It's an elevator. It's a Wonkavator. <laughs> Just Okay. Here we are. An elevator can only go up and down, but the Wonkavator can wonk in any direction. <laughs> this thing can go sideways and slant ways and long ways and back ways and uh,
3: front ways
9: don't be a
1: smart man Charlie and square ways and front ways and any other ways that you can think of it can take you to any room in the whole factory just, just press a button and zing kabam you're at reception bing kazing now you're at the car park. Kraz krizangle what are you doing in the conference room from the, From now on, no one ever has to use that spooky boat or that foamy slow car to get around, no, no. I pressed all of these buttons, Charlie, except this one. Emergency phone push for help.
3: <laughs> Go ahead, Charlie. Me?
2: Charlie pushes the button. A voice crackles on the other end of the intercom. Uh,
1: hello? Uh, <laughs> So, uh, sorry, sorry, we just, uh, we never pushed a button. Uh, it was Charlie, sorry to disturb you. Don't, don't play with the button. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry.
3: Sorry, sorry.
1: Well, Charlie, how did you like the Chocolate Factory?
9: <laughs> I think it's the most wonderful place in the whole world.
1: Well, I'm... I'm very ple- pleased to hear you say that because I'm giving it to you, Charlie. That's all right, isn't it?
9: That sounds fine.
8: Charlie has no issues with this.
7: You're giving Charlie the one. I. You see.
1: Not my grandpa.
0: I based him on my grandpa.
1: <laughs> you see, I can't go on forever. I can't, I can't go on forever, and I, I don't really want to try. You know, when something gets too difficult, it's best just to pack it in and cut your losses. <laughs> and who can I trust to run the factory when I leave and take care of all the Oompa Loompas for me? Not a grown-up, no. A grown-up would want to do everything his own way, you no. Know? That's why I decided a long time ago, I had to find a child. A, a very honest, loving child.
9: <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you sent out the golden tickets.
1: Yes, it was the perfect plan to choose the successor. Random chance. <laughs> Specifically weighted towards people prone to gambling, bad decision making, and crowd mentalities.
3: <laughs> then
1: run them through a series of lethal gauntlets just to pick the one who made it to the left. So, the factory's yours, Charlie. You can, you can move in immediately. I'll take the futon. <laughs> and what about me? You wouldn't forget old Grandpa Joe, would you, Mr. Wonka? Oh. Of course, absolutely.
9: Uh, what happens to the rest of my family? Nope. Oh.
1: <laughs> I'm looking around, Charlie. Don't see them in the elevator. <laughs> That's true, Charlie. They're not in the elevator. Okay. Now all you have to do is sign this contract and the factory... is yours.
9: <laughs> Charlie Pruckus!
1: Yeah, all right, close enough. And I sign here, and it's done. Come with me, and you'll be in a world of pure litigation. Okay, here's the deal, Charlie. A lot of kids have just died in your factory, okay? They're going to come at your heart. Union, Okay, they're not going to lift a finger past September, okay? Truth is, Charlie, you're bankrupt, okay? There's no money left. Your business model was a joke. I mean, a chocolate river. What were you thinking, Charlie, okay? It's just not sustainable. Anyway. But Charlie, don't forget what happened to the man who suddenly got everything he always wanted.
9: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what happened?
1: He lived happily ever after. Oh.
2: The clouds from the face of a gigantic lion. <laughs> it's Charlie's father. <laughs> he begins to speak.
1: Um, you you got to avenge my death. Oh, Simba, you better do what that big line says.
9: I can't see what's happening. I really don't have a clue.
1: I get that we're doing the Lion King. <laughs> We didn't really think this through.
6: Like they said, we're doing Wonka, and it's got some classic songs. I was looking forward to
8: hearing some of them.
4: I think we got it right.
0: Hello friends, this is Stephen from Dream Gun, and we have shows on sale in Dublin and London right now. We are home in Dublin this June the 15th to the 17th with updated film reads of The Matrix, Jurassic Park, and Titanic at Smock Alley Theatre. Featuring the award-winning ensemble of Tony Cantwell, Ronan Carey, Stephen Culver, that's me, Fimbar Doyle, Hannah Mamelis, Aaron McGathy, and Edwin Salmon. Uh, the show's at Smock Alley Theatre, and tickets are on sale right now. Head to dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets. Meanwhile in London we are now performing every month at 21 Soho with a different film read every month and different guests joining us on the stage. This month's London film is Batman Begins but if you're in the future it's probably a different film and you can find out which one at dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets.